Let's Talk HR is a place for HR professionals, business owners, and employees to come together and share experiences, talk about what's working and what's not, how we can improve best practices so that companies can better attract, train, and retain all generations of workers. We all know that there has been a huge shift in what people want. Generations are coming together more than ever on what's important. Mental health has been brought to the forefront of everyone's mind. Let's humanize these conversations. Let's talk about how the economy has been impacted and what needs to happen to find a balance. I'm your host, Leon Lovely. So let's get this conversation started. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, follow us, like us, and share us. Welcome to my first episode of Let's Talk HR, Humanizing the Conversation. I am so excited to have a friend and a fellow podcast host help me launch this episode as a co-host, Rob Conlon. Whether he is recording audiobooks and advertisements, building and hiring for multi-million dollar clients, services departments, or creating Stevie's award-winning social media experience for millions of customers, or producing one of the dozens of podcasts he's been involved in, Rob has been at the forefront of building great jobs for others for nearly 15 years. Using his unique blend of sales, marketing, hiring, know-how, and radio voice, Rob is your guide to navigating the fires of recruiting hell. Rob lives with his wonderful wife and three sweet rabbits in beautiful Port Washington, Wisconsin, and I am just thrilled that I have him with me today to launch um, my new podcast that I'm thrilled to get started. So without further ado, (laughs) welcome, Rob. I am so glad that you agreed to help me launch my podcast. And before you flip the script on me and kind of interview me, I would love to hear what's happening in your world because I know that you've had some pretty amazing milestones over the last year. Especially with your podcast, um, you know, so I'm, yeah, I'm excited to hear about it. Well, definitely, Anna. Thanks again for having me here. It's uh, it's always fun to launch a new show. And actually, um, I call shows like yours that I've either consulted on or been, you know, part of the brainstorming session for or even helped to actually produce. I call them uh, my podcast's children in this case. And now my show, Recruiting Hell, is I think he's got six kids now, which is wild. Um, (laughs) It's a pretty neat thing. So a lot of stuff's been going on in my world. Um, Folks may not know, but I produce podcasts professionally. Uh, That is what pays my bills, pays my mortgage, which is a fun thing. And uh, we generally do that for, for business to business shows. So uh, while we're not necessarily, you know, into true crime or anything like that, my uh, my world revolves around podcasting from about seven fifty in the morning until, well, depending on how late the night is, five o'clock. Or you know, today I'm recording this and I'm recording another one with another uh, great podcast friend of mine at seven thirty. So uh, we'll probably be going till about nine. So twelve, fourteen hours of podcasting. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and you're you're brilliant not only at your own podcast, but brilliant. I mean, you've been so helpful. You've you've given me such amazing advice through my journey 
um, not only on and sometimes hard advice of things that I'm like, oh wow, okay, I can I can do better. Um, but you you really you're a wealth of information, and it's it's amazing to have a friend like you. Um, let me just say that. So, um, thank but, you, thank you. Yeah, no, I, and I'm I, I mean that from the heart. But so you've you've had some major milestones though with with recruiting hell. I mean you've you've um, yeah, it's it's grown. Your audience has grown, and yeah. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Actually, I just got my Spotify uh, rewind the other day, and when you think about it as as a small creator, it's really tough to see like low numbers sometimes. Like, oh, I got four downloads today, and it's like that's great in one mind, but it's also like ooh, four downloads. We're not all Joe Rogan. None of us are going to be Joe Rogan mm-hmm. unless we're exceptionally lucky or exceptionally skilled. Uh, in that case, you got to kind of be the unicorn in that case. But the thing that about podcasting, the thing about making that is that it's not necessarily for mass consumption. You're not making the next, what is that, uh, last podcast on the left for horror or true crime. You're mm-hmm. not making My Favorite Murder. You're not making This American Life because those have that massive appeal. Podcasting can niche down so much into people who are just looking for a job in that case with my show. And I think that that for a show like yours, which is something of a cousin to mine, uh, mm-hmm. in this case, kind of the other side of the fence, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, from recruiting uh, versus you know being an actual HR professional and things like that, I think that even a small audience and a dedicated audience can be way better than a mass consumption audience. So that's something that uh, you know, we look at creating inside of this space, and I think that that's something that everybody should be proud of. You know, I had uh, in that rewind, they said, you are the top podcast that 15 people listen to this year for me. And I'm like, like, wow, like, okay, like, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty cool. But there were also some other really neat numbers for me of like, you've been in 56 countries, and you know, you you doubled your downloads and all sorts of cool stuff. And that's been a lot of major milestones. You know, I just ended what I call a uh, series three of the show series four is in production right now and trying to level it up every time has mm-hmm. gotten progressively harder, which is a funny thing. But the nice thing about podcasting and the cool thing that I think uh, will work for your show, Leanne, is that taking the best from other shows in your genre mm-hmm. and leaving the things that they do that you don't like behind is super helpful so i just i'm really excited to see where your show goes and i'm excited to see how i can continue to give back to the world of i guess professional podcasting whether it's in as a guest as a host as a producer or even just as a resource for anybody out there and i invite you to be listening to this reach out to me on linkedin seriously i love talking to people about this stuff like 24 7 yeah, you're you're a geek in your own way, just like I'm a geek in the HR world. <laughs> exactly. Right. It, I, I suppose your passion comes across when you talk about it. And that's, I guess, hopefully what's going to happen when people listen to my podcast. And with that said, why don't you take the reins and... Sure thing. And, you know, that's... You mentioned your podcast and you, you previously had a podcast mm-hmm. that was really fun to be on. I was a, I was a guest on that as well. And you're, you're starting a new one right now. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about what happened. Why the change? Yeah. So um, I did. I had a podcast. I had brought um, the idea to uh, my previous company. And um, it, 
it was designed to reach out to um, individuals um, that were um, interested in knowing what was happening in the world of HR. Um, I I really enjoyed that, but I was tied to, and it was tied to the company that I was working for. Um, And that being said, I was under the constraints of making sure that I was representing that company and the topics. So I decided on a personal level that I wanted to do more and I wanted to be able to take my own spin on it um, and bring in my own personality um, and to impact people in a way that brought in my flavor of what I'm trying to, you know, get out to the world. And that being said, I, I'm a huge supporter of, of mental health. If you are working at an organization who doesn't see eye to eye with you, and I'm not saying that my last organization didn't, you, you, I guess you're kind of under the constraints of making sure that you're not inappropriately represented them. And since this is now mine, I get to tell the world my story and I get to, you know, interview people and, and talk about whatever, you know, interests me on a personal level. So I just feel like I can do so much more. I feel like I can talk about so much more um, and really impact people in a different level because now I have the opportunity to talk about those things that are personal to me. And like I said, huge mental health supporter. I've experienced um, struggles with mental health on my own. And I want to be able to you talk about that on an HR level, on a human level, on a how does that impact the workforce? Um, you know, how does hiring a neurodiverse individual affect the workforce? And why aren't we talking about that? Why aren't we talking about, you know, so many other topics that I'm looking forward to, you know, bringing forward as my first season rolls out? That's outstanding. And I think cracking open some of those tougher eggs, if you will, there and having the freedom to do so without somebody maybe putting on some 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 handcuffs if you will mm-hmm. and say eh, we don't want you to talk about that because it's either not germane to the business that you're working in or directly you know sometimes having that mental health episode doesn't drive revenue and that's a business sense thing in some cases and i'm right. sure i hope, sure hope nobody thinks that i'm a proponent of that but i can see where somebody who is a bean counter Mm-hmm. could very much be like, well, that didn't that didn't interview like a, a prospect for us or, or whatever it might right. be. So right. I'm and really glad that you – go ahead. No, and as an owner of a company, you, I, I completely understand that. How is this benefiting us? And, you know, I, I do. I totally and completely agree. You know, is, is having this conversation or is this going to turn off a small population of people who otherwise would have worked with us if you have this conversation? And, and again, I, I get it, but the, the way that I look at it is I am authentic. I am who I am. You can choose to work with me or not work with me. I guess I just want to be able to be my authentic self and you can make your own decision, you know, on, on whether or not you want to talk with me, work with me, be friends with me. Yeah, definitely. Well, you're wonderful to be friends with. Anybody who doesn't <laughs> want to be probably has something wrong with them, but... <laughs> In this case, you know, it's kind of interesting that you talk about the the drive behind that, you know, again, creative control for, for a host and for mm-hmm. a creator, super important, especially when I see this in, in my job where marketing departments come in and they put handcuffs on those hosts and they say, you're yep. going to talk about this. And it's like, but people don't want to hear about that, mm-hmm. Bill. People want to get, you know, get the host in there and, and hear their perspective. Well, that doesn't line up with the company. So right. 
there's a lot of butting heads. It's not, it's not just, you know, this transition for you, Leanne, but uh, it's also, you know, it's widespread throughout the business world. And I think it's a brilliant idea that you've mm-hmm. taken this into your own arena and you can hold court with it, which is just fabulous. So again, right. looking forward so much to see how this goes. But uh, there was one other thing that was, I thought, really interesting that dovetails right into this. You made a job change not too long ago. What drove that decision and how did you arrive at that? You know, um, this is obviously, we all know it's an employee market. It's, um, you know, candidate market. And I, I looked around at my family, at my life, and I thought, I'm not entirely happy. I'm not completely unhappy, but I'm not I'm not going to work every day with this huge smile on my face going, okay, I'm excited for the day. I know there are a lot of people out there that, that do jobs that they're not necessarily excited to get started at, mm-hmm. but in this market, you have the opportunity to change that. You have the opportunity to do something that you can get excited about. I had a conversation with my girlfriend the other day and she says, well, I'm just a server. And I said, no. No, you're not. You're not just anything in this world anymore. I, I think that the world has shined a light on the importance of every single job that exists from the servers, from the person who pushes the broom. Every position out there is vital. And we, we saw it when all of a sudden people are like, well, I want to go out to dinner. Well, there's no people to serve you. Those people are extremely important because, well, hey, I enjoy being able to go out to dinner. And you know what? If there's nobody at those restaurants, I don't get that small little pleasure that I normally am used to. I have a 100 times more appreciation for those jobs. And all of a sudden, it is a lot easier for me to go, no, we need to pay or give a much larger tip because – they're busting their butts. They're showing up to work. And if you don't like what you're doing every day, why are you Why are you doing it? We now have the opportunity to change the narrative of what we and how we live our lives because the jobs are everywhere. So I, getting back to your question because I went on a rant, um, why did I make that change? I wasn't entirely happy. So I started to look. And in looking, realized that, I can also take control of a podcast. And there were just so many other opportunities on on that level that I went, wow, it's time for me to change my narrative. And when I started meeting with companies, I told them flat out, if you hire me on, I'm going to do a podcast. It's going to be mine. I'm going to own it. And you're going to get the entire package. Not one company said, no, we don't want you to do that. They were all like, great, you want to have a side hustle? You want to go and have – had a company said, no, we don't like that, I mean, it would have been hands down. No, I'm not interested in, in, in working yep, there. See you later, right? Companies now want the authentic people. They want people who are who you know are passionate about other things or passionate about the job that they're coming in to do. I'm in the HR world. I joined a company, Vaco. Um, they're they're new to the Wisconsin market. They're looking. They were looking to beef up their um, their uh, sales team on the staffing side that takes care of finance and accounting and then um, support staff. And they needed a sales rep to you know basically start up that side of the business. And I went, wow, this is a perfect opportunity for me to leave the general labor market 
which is very rough right now. Yeah, definitely. Move move into a position that I am very passionate about, still in HR, um, and I I jumped at it. And there were other companies that you know were pursuing me that I was very interested in, um, but I met the my now manager. And he was so like-minded with me that I think we talked about business for 10 minutes and then it was, we could have probably talked for two hours about everything else. And that's the kind of company, that's the kind of people that I want to work with. So it was hands down. Um, I haven't been happier. Um, I've been revitalized in, um, in, in my job and I'm so excited. I've, it's only been a couple of weeks. And I'm just so excited to take on the world again. Again, if there are people out there who are considering it, now is the time. Right. Take a look around. If you're not happy, now is the time. And I am, you know, uh, um, with a staffing company, so please don't hesitate to reach out. No. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. But no, you're you're absolutely <laughs> correct that it is. It's an employee market right now, and we we've in yeah. my lifetime, I've never seen that. I've never, ever seen yep. that in my lifetime. It's always been that the companies hold most of the cards. And if you're an employee and you're lucky, maybe yep. you do have a few cards to play. But it sounds like, Leanne, that you took a number of those cards that you had in your hand and you really powered and leveraged them into something that's a new opportunity for you. And you even said yourself, you're revitalized. You're you're charged back up. You're something new. You're something different than than what you were just a couple months ago at your old job so in that style of difference leanne your old show hrables loved it thank you what's different about let's talk hr yeah let's talk hr humanizing the conversation um it's and that's really what it's about it's not about talking to professionals and saying okay let's you know what do you do and what services do you provide and how do it's about diving into into that deeper on on a on a human level of you know from different angles i'm not just talking to the hr professionals i'm not just going to talk to the business owners i'm also going to bring in the employees and hey, you just you know found a new job. Walk me through how did you make that decision? Why did you pass on a company? And again, it's I don't want people to get the wrong impression. This is not going to be oh I'm, I passed on X Y Z company because and and bash. It's about education of hey they were offering one week of vacation for the first year and this company was same offer but offered three weeks of vacation mm-hmm. for the first. It's about education. It's about the feeling that that employee had when they interviewed. It's about, you know, what this business owner is doing that has made them successful and and how, you know, they've leveled up or pivoted to the world that we're living in now. It's not just simply the the technical side of what we do it's it has to tie into the emotional side of of the world and and the human side because that is where this world is going i mean people inherently want to be heard and and desire to be cared about and the companies that are doing that and making their employees feel that they are not a number 
that they are more important than that um are going to be the companies that that just succeed at hiring training retaining and retaining is really i think the most important thing companies can hire all day long but if they continue to spit them out the door they need to they need to really take a good internal look and there are so many professionals out there right now that are addressing those but how are they addressing those how are they addressing those issues is it management is it training you know it's just it's a lot of uh, things that go into that and and that's really what you know this is all about it's about humanizing the conversations and bringing these professionals together to to talk about how we can I guess make a better world that sounds so cheesy <laughs> but no but maybe make a better make a yes. better job world I think is not cheesy at all I think the job world is something that has been in need of a heck of a house cleaning for I yeah. don't know half a century or so and I, I think we're seeing a lot of the chickens coming home to roost right now and I think that the differential that you described there that this is more of the how can we work with people more than like right. here's some HR tactics I think that's a great differentiator for your show Leanne and I think that that's mm-hmm. why people should tune in is because getting in touch with the modern and Getting in touch with the way things work in 2021, mm-hmm. not 2014, not 1991, not 1976. That is what's going to help companies push forward, finding a much more engaged workforce. There is such an opportunity out there right now for folks who are in industries like the trades, manufacturing, all of these industries that are generally skilled labor where you need some sort of education and things like that. And of course, college degrees can pivot and things like that. There's a huge opportunity for these, these industries that have had shortcomings. Trucking is another great example to attract brand new talent to their Mm -hmm. industry and say, Hey, we're going to treat you like a darn King, but you're going to work hard, but we're going to treat you like a darn King here right? because we have benefits second to none. Right. And, and here's people, I think employers have forgotten that people are, they're emotional. <laughs> and for so long it yes. was leave your emotionals and your emotions and leave your baggage at the door when you walk into work. I'm sorry. We're, we just, you, it's not possible. It's, it's not, we're not robots. And, right. and that and actually, way of thinking is just not, it's, you, there's going to be crossover no matter what. And, that it for so long has been the 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 old school way of thinking it and then yes. on the flip side of that you know it's been when you get home from work leave your work at the door and when you come in why not find the balance between i like my job i can go to my job and not come home being miserable and i can go to my job not feeling like i can't let some of that whatever's happening at home bleed over just a little bit as long as it's allowing me to be productive and if that right. company has programs or systems in place that if somebody is struggling they can go and get help for that here's a perfect example there right now there's a major issue with childcare uh major childcare yes. companies are are and this this is not to pick on them in, in any way shape or form but they're trying to protect the children so they're shutting down if there's a COVID scare. Obviously, this is impacting mm-hmm. the the families. All of a sudden, I can't come to work because 
my daycare shut down. Well, this is happening very frequently. I was just talking to a, you know, a contact of mine. He's like, oh, my daycare shut down again. And I'm like, gee, how often is that happening? He's like, constantly. constant. It's happening all the time. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So em- <laughs> there are some employers that are like, well, you, you know, you've missed this much work. You, you know, you're going to get in trouble. You, you can't. As an employer, you you got to understand. Okay, so put a remote work yeah. system in place so that when that happens, you can roll with it and allow your employees to not feel like they're failing. I mean, I understand there are jobs out there you can't do remotely, but right, I can't sling tacos remotely. Right, <laughs> right. things like that. That's but this that's is the fine. world we're living in. Make it so that your employees don't feel horrible when life happens. Yes, that's a quotable right there. To make it so your employees don't feel horrible when life happens. Because life's been happening all over the place here these past couple of years. Right. I really like that. And I think that the companies that do that, the companies that begin to flex, the companies that begin to understand that they're not just this monolithic thing where you will work for the pay that we give you. Yes, yes, we are so generous. The companies that move away from that are the ones that are going to win. And the ones that stay that way, the ones that don't listen to this show and don't learn the new way of doing things, those are the ones that are going to be screaming out loud, we can't find anybody to work. Well, maybe if you paid a living wage, had some great benefits, Mm -hmm. and treated people like people, you just might be able to find some folks willing to sign on to your company. Right. Those deal. Uh, brilliant key factors livable wage treat people like people and benefits I, I mean if you can get those three like mastered yep solves a lot of problems for people right <laughs> yourself included if you're a business owner yeah. all right now leanne <laughs> there is one last question i did want to ask you and i okay. think it's going to be giving folks a great insight into why they should come and why they should listen to this show and how it's going to benefit them in their HR career and what they're pursuing and and making sure that hiring the right people and, and finding the right folks in this new and wild labor market is going to be so important for them. Leanne, what is a commonly held belief in HR that you completely and utterly disagree with? HR professionals, um, they, they get a bad rap. Human resource, the corporate human resource often gets a bad rap. Nobody wants to go see him. And if they see him coming, walking towards them, or they're being pulled into HR, and I remember in my younger days, I'd get, I'd get butterflies in my stomach, like, oh, my God, am I getting fired? <laughs> um, and on the flip side of that, you know, HR is – and that's and that's not true. A- HR truly cares. They, they do care about, you know, the people. They want to make it better. But often they're not given – all of the resources that they need or the amount of help that they need. I mean, often, you know, human resources has got 50 billion things going on. I mean, if you, if you think about it, you know, they're, they're managing benefits. They're managing every employee complaint. They're managing, you know, if somebody stubs their toe, they're the ones who are overseeing the process for, um, you know, pretty much everything. So it, it's HR professionals do have a tendency to get um, a bad rap. Now, on the flip side, I think that a lot of employees think that that HR 
is just there to make their lives miserable <laughs> because they are constantly asking for information. And every time they come around, it's, I need this. I need you to do this. I need you to fill out this this information. I need, and that is not the intent. I mean, they truly, in my in, in my experience, if given the option, they would prefer to be down working with individuals. That's why I originally went to school for for HR because I wanted to work with people because I wanted to help people and it wasn't because I wanted to do all the paperwork or because I wanted right. to but that's not the job for right. most of And them. I think a lot of times people see HR as HR can sometimes work for the company if you will and that's something for employees to be cautious about you know uh, I caution my listeners sometimes that HR is not your friend. HR is looking out for the best interests of the company. But at the same right. time, there is a human side to that too, where sometimes HR is indeed trying to right. work with people. And I, th I think I love that your your belief there, I think, is, is summed up as a HR isn't always the bad guy. And I really it, like that. You know, that's a, at least the employee not, side belief. Unfortunately, they are also also have to follow certain guidelines in order to avoid lawsuit, in right. order to avoid, um, and there are very delicate processes and they are trained on how to handle those delicate processes. And because of that, I think that many of them become very standoffish in certain areas. And after being in the industry, you know, you for years and years, they get, I think, a little closed off. And again, human resource professional can't be friends with the employees because they may have to fire them. The conflict of interest, yes. <laughs> and, and maybe that's your um, your HR uh, belief that is, is that, you know, that it's easy to be an HR person. And it's not. Right. It's not because no. you have to be a consummate professional. And if you're not, there's major problems correct right good deal excellent well leanne uh, that is bringing us to almost a time here and i just want to thank you so much for having me on to introduce let's talk hr and and listeners if, you, if you're enjoying this dis type of discussion so far i would very, great, very much encourage you to continue to be a part of let's talk hr you know get in contact with leanne uh leanne how is the how is a listener going to best get in contact with you <laughs> Yeah, well, first, um, you know, check out, obviously, I am, uh, this podcast will be available on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, so it is, eight, or let's talk HR, um, humanizing the conversation. Um, I'm also available on LinkedIn. You can reach out to me there. Um, it's really the best place to, to uh, yeah, reach out to me. Um, but, and Rob, it has been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate that you have taken the time to come and do this for me. Um, you have no idea um, how much it means to me. You are a great friend. And, um, yeah, I look I look forward to more conversations with you in the future. But thank you so very much. It's my pleasure. And I believe that podcasting is about helping to elevate others as well. Um, as when we, when we pull other people up with us, we ourselves go further. So it is no trouble to be here, my friend. It's great. And I certainly wish you all the best success with this fabulous new show. Look forward to seeing what you can Thank do. Thank you so much. Thank you again for listening to Let's Talk HR. 
I appreciate your time and support. Without you, the audience, this would not be possible. So don't forget that if you enjoyed this episode, to follow us, like us, or share us. Have a wonderful day.